A creative person has the ability to invent and develop original ideas. Wisdom is the ability to use your experience and knowledge in order to make sensible decisions or judgments. And if you digest information, you think about it carefully so that you understand it. Welcome to Creative Wisdom Digest Podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany M. Ruffner, and in this daily podcast, we digest God's word as our wisdom to go out and create. I hope that this episode brings you joy and practicality for your creative work. Be sure to follow our podcast so you can be notified of our next episode. Welcome to the Creative Wisdom Digest, episode number 15. Wow, we've been at this for over two weeks now. (laughs) I actually would love your feedback. Okay, one thing that I've been thinking about is... Do you guys mind that I read the entire chapter of both Proverbs and James each time that I come on Monday through Friday? Or do you prefer the way that I do it over the weekend uh, where I bring up specific points uh, from the reading? Let me know. I'm going to actually put up the poll on Spotify. So if you have access to Spotify, I hope that you are able to check that out. And so I'm going to still go ahead and read until I get responses. Um, And then if you start responding, I'll think about um, a different format for the month of February going forward. So I'm going to start it over. I'm going to start today with James instead of Proverbs. So I generally start with Proverbs. As you all know, if you've been listening, uh, James, I read every week the epistle of James in the Bible. And Mondays are for James 1. And so I read one chapter each day until Friday because it's five chapters in the epistle of James. And then for Proverbs, I read with the date that corresponds or I read with the number of the Proverbs that corresponds with the date of the month. Okay, so I'll be reading James 1 and Proverbs 15 today. I'm going to go ahead and pray before I start, though. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for this time, this space, for another uh, week that we are literally uh, putting our trust and our foundation in you as we go out and create. I pray, Lord God, that you speak to us so that we are able to see the type of creative wisdom to start the week off and um, that will carry us through Monday and throughout the week, really. Lord, I pray that um, if there's anything that we see that we need to change, that we uh, confess, we bring it to you. um, And we ask, Lord, that you make us uh, strong or where we're weak. You're you're the one that's strong. So we thank you, oh Lord God, for places that we are weak because now people will see you and your glory. And that's the very point of it all. Um, We are... Um, serving you and we love you and I just pray that um, we stay submitted to that I give you all the glory 
and the praise even now. I pray, oh Lord God, that you bless the ears of every hearer today so that they become doers. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, I am starting with James chapter 1 today. And it goes. <laughs> and I'm reading in the World English Bible. James a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes, which are in the dispersion. Greetings. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you fall into various temptations, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. Let endurance have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith without any doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven by the wind and tossed. For that man shouldn't think that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. But let the brother in humble circumstances glory in his high position, and the rich in that he is made humble. Because like the flower in the grass, he will pass away. For the sun arises with the scorching wind and withers the grass and the flower in it falls. And the beauty of its appearance perishes. So the rich man will also fade away in his pursuits. Blessed is a person who endures temptation. For when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord promised to those who love him. Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God, for God can't be tempted by evil and he himself tempts no one. But each one is tempted when he's drawn away by his own lust and enticed. Then the lust, when it has conceived, bears sin. The sin, when it is full grown, produces death. Don't be deceived, my beloved brothers. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom can be no variation nor turning shadow. Of his own will, he gave birth to us by the word of truth, that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. So then, my beloved brothers, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. For the anger of man doesn't produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, putting away all filthiness and overflowing of wickedness, receive with humility the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. But be doers of the word and not only hearers, deluding your own selves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man looking at his natural face in a mirror. For he sees himself and goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of freedom and continues not being a hearer who forgets but a doer of the work, this man will be blessed in what he does. If anyone among you thinks himself to be religious while he doesn't bridle his tongue but deceives his heart, this man's religion is worthless, pure religion and undefiled before our God and Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained by the world. All right, I'm going to go ahead and start reading chapter 15 of Proverbs. 
A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. The tongue of the wise commends knowledge, but the mouth of fools gush out folly. Yahweh's eyes are everywhere keeping watch on the evil and the good. A gentle tongue is a tree of life, but deceit in it crushes the spirit. A fool despises his father's correction, but he who he's reproof shows prudence. And the house of the righteous is much treasure, but the income of the wicked brings trouble. The lips of the wise spread knowledge, not so with the heart of fools. The sacrifice made by the wicked is an abomination to Yahweh, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. The way of the wicked is an abomination to Yahweh, but he loves him who follows after righteousness. There is stern discipline for one who forsakes the way. Whoever hates reproof shall die. Sheol and Abaddon are before Yahweh. How much more than the hearts of the children of men? A scoffer doesn't love to be reproved. He will not go to the wise. A glad heart makes a cheerful face, but an aching heart breaks the spirit. The heart of one who has understanding seeks knowledge, but the mouth of fools feed on folly. All the days of the afflicted are wretched, but one who has a cheerful heart enjoys a continual feast. Better is little with the fear of Yahweh than great treasure with trouble. Better is a dinner of herbs where love is than a fattened calf with hatred. A wrathful man stirs up contention, but one who is slow to anger appeases strife. The way of the sluggard is like a thorn patch, but the path of the upright is a highway. A wise son makes a father glad, but a foolish man despises his mother. Folly is joy to one who is void of wisdom, but a man of understanding keeps his way straight. Where there is no counsel, plans fail, but in a multitude of counselors they are established. Joy comes to a man with the reply of his mouth. How good is a word at the right time. The path of life leads upward for the wise to keep him from going downward to Sheol. Yahweh will uproot the house of the proud, but he will keep the widow's borders intact. Yahweh detests the thoughts of the wicked, but the thoughts of the pure are pleasing. He who is greedy for gain troubles his own house, but he who hates bribes will live. The heart of the righteous weighs answers, but the mouth of the wicked gushes out evil. Yahweh is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayers of the righteous. The light of the eyes rejoices the heart. Good news gives health to the bones. The ear that listens to reproof lives and will be at home among the wise. He who refuses correction despises his own soul, but he who listens to reproof gets understanding. The fear of Yahweh teaches wisdom before honor is humility. Well, all right, let's go ahead and dig into this word, man. All right, so in James, I think what I am really just thinking about, you know, a lot of times when we start off the week, even like this is the first month of the year. We're halfway through the month, y'all. 
Can you believe that already? Halfway through the first month of the new year. <laughs> so um, I think that one, it's essential for us to know what to do with our time um, and God's purpose inside of it. And so, you know, he's put inside of us all of these gifts, all of these talents, um, and we can really be thinking about how we are using them or how we have not been utilizing them. And, uh, you know, there's a scripture that says, you know, gifts come without repentance. So some people are using their gifts and not really being mindful. So they might be using it towards darkness and not really advancing the kingdom. But what we want to do as we are really digesting this, you know, this is the creative wisdom digest. We want to think about how we are using our gifts and our talents. And I love that James 1 says in verses 17 and 18, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of lights with whom can be no variation nor turning shadow of his own will. He gave birth to us by the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. And I think that some people don't recognize or realize it. Some people, they do realize that he gave a gift, but they're not really truly honoring God with their gift. They're um, dishonoring by actually not advancing the kingdom, but doing things in the dark, doing darkness, things, things that aren't actually aligned with the word of God, which is his truth, right? It's the truth. And verse 14 of Proverbs 15 says the heart of one who has understanding seeks knowledge, but the mouths of fools feed on folly. So if you are a person of understanding, then you would seek knowledge on how to use your gift wisely. But the mouth of fools feed on folly. So their attention is like they gravitate more to Things that aren't even concerning the kingdom. They're um, even what they talk about is like it doesn't do anything to advance the kingdom. I was out with a friend um, the other day and we were going walking and uh, I was just sharing with her something that happened when I was a, I think I was a freshman. I was a freshman in college and um I was actually an engineering major. I started out as an engineering major and I was taking a physics class. And in that physics class, there was office hours and I went to the office hours and I met a nice young lady um, and she was Vietnamese and she invited me to her uh, to the study group that they had. And the reason why I'm saying what her uh, ethnicity is, because this is what ended up coming about afterwards. Um, we studied for the exam like we were studying long hours in the library, just uh, doing a lot of work, doing practice problems and things of that nature. I got an A on the midterm and um, 
when I shared, I guess somebody asked, somebody else asked, I think she was a relative of her, of the person that invited me. And she asked me about my midterm grade and I told her I got an A and she just looked at me like, how did you get an A? And I'm sitting there like, what? I studied like all we've all been studying together. How could I not get an A? But she didn't get an A. And so I guess she was wondering, like she was literally uh, looking at my skin color and thinking that I could not get an A. At the time... I was very offended, but I didn't think that it actually uh, was something that stayed in my head Um, because I believe like because that next quarter I was on academic probation. And I think that those words got to me when I was studying. Now, I did not realize this until, you know, this is so many years later. I didn't realize this till last year, actually. So so long. It's like it's been on. over 20 over 20 years wait yeah over 20 years (laughs) over 20 years ago um wow that's crazy (laughs) so it's been over 20 years but I just now realized that that happened and who knows like if I had never encountered that situation if I would have actually stayed in that major but I I found it hard. It was difficult for me to study after that. And I'm not saying it was her fault. It was just like, I felt like, you know, being around people and when you study together, it helps you to, you know, gather the information and, you know, get stuff together. But then like after that, when I would go to like my study groups, it just was not the same. I had trouble focusing. I couldn't concentrate. It was all of these different things happening. And At that time, you know, I wasn't being led by God. I didn't really, um, I really didn't like seek him about that. And so I didn't have wise counsel, which brings me to verse 22 of Proverbs 15, where there is no counsel plans fail, but in a multitude of counselors, they are established. Now I actually did have like counsel as far as people support people at the school I was attending But I did not take these type of issues to them. And I'm sure, I'm sure there were other people who did that. But I was so much of an introvert. And I really felt like I could handle everything on my own. So I'd never brought those issues up. And I literally, like the support that was there, they were there for those type of reasons. Because it was like, um... If you, you know, experience in things of that nature and because of um, your background and things like that, like they were there to help you. But I didn't know how to pull on my resources in that type of way. Um, And I just resorted to, you know, like hanging out. I would resort to one trying to study harder. But I was studying hard without the spirit of God. So I wasn't asking him for help. And then um just hanging out with people who looked like me so I didn't really like try to grow or get to know other people um and so that's what happened I also wanted to share something um from verse 14 I found in um my study bible I just think it's important for us to really think about what we're feeding on. And it says what we feed our minds is even more important than what we feed our bodies. 
The kind of books we read, the people we talk with, the websites we visit, the music we listen to, and the videos we watch are all part of our mental diet. Be selective and discerning because what you feed your mind influences your total health and well-being. Develop an appetite for truth and wisdom. And I think like even when I read that, there was a... um. There was a verse that I kept looking at. Oh, yeah. Verse 30. That was my my other verse that I really liked. But this is in the New Living Translation. And it says, a cheerful book brings joy to the heart. Good news makes for good health. Good news makes for good health. And so I, I that really got me excited because the gospel is the good news. And so I was like, oh, wow, the gospel brings good health. Um. I thought about that in the sense of even what it said here about what you're feeding your mind. And that was for um, that was a commentary on verse 14. What you're feeding your mind <clears throat> influences your total health and well-being. And I know for sure that um, whenever I take in or receive bad news that I don't feel well, that there's anxiety or there's uh, there's certain thoughts that are not good thoughts to take. Um now, <clears throat> there's a thing that we actually can do because we don't have to make it to mean what it means. We can literally take something that's uh, considered bad news and we could change it to where we begin to now pray and speak into the earth for it. Because our we we have like um, creative abilities with our tongues, right? We can literally begin to speak what's on what's however it is in heaven to be on earth because that's how God told us to pray Jesus told us to pray um thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven so as it is in heaven this is what we get to pray into and so even if we see bad news and even if it is disheartening we actually get to form words in prayer and um use our authority because Jesus like he went to the cross for us so that we now can exercise that authority, go boldly to the throne and begin to pray um, about those things. Um, so I just I don't know what will maybe go all the way into that, but I think that it actually will help us to get a good start to a good week. Um, this third week of the year, we had. Uh, 10 weeks left in the quarter y'all so um i'm gonna go ahead close out you all have a wonderful and blessed day um remember uh to make sure you follow me on this podcast uh so that you will be updated for the next episode have a blessed one